I'm Joe Ragazzi with Taliesin Construction. I'm speaking with Al Thompson of TPG Architecture. <clears throat> and we're going to talk all about the trends that are going on in healthcare, architecture, design, and construction, and in the area of project delivery types of models. And the new thing that folks are talking a lot about out there is this integrated project delivery IPD. And now when I say IPD, what thoughts come to your head? What are you thinking uh, out there? And where is it going? So I, I think IPD essentially lever leverages a larger group of stakeholders. Um, instead of, you know, what we've been practicing to date is really uh, design firms and then users starting a project. We're now looking at an IPD process where we have um, a larger pool. So we have the design consultants, we have the end users, we have um, the corporate leadership, and we have construction management as part of that original team. You know, that team essentially will be able to dig deeper and more quickly in the process of what design is appropriate for the end users, what are the metrics as far as timelines, schedules, um, delivery and speed of market is probably the most important thing right now for healthcare because there's so much competition out there. Everybody's trying to get their space built first. Um, certainly on Long Island, which has been a very heated market for the past couple of years, um, there's a lot of healthcare providers out of New York City that are now planting flags on Long Island, and it's very important for them to get their name out there. Um, Northwell Health is probably the preeminent healthcare system on Long Island and, and yep. in New York State. Um, they actually employ uh, more people than any other uh, single corporation. I think their total count right now is like 65,000 people. So to be able to deliver a project on time, um, in schedule, in budget uh, is important. And if you don't have an IPD system to start with, where everything is vetted almost real time with the construction manager as far as delivery of materials, long lead items, um, substitutions of selections that, that make a better schedule or maybe have a better product. Um, if that discussion doesn't happen early in the design process, even in the programming process um, and site selection process, I think they're starting off already behind the eight ball and they're delaying their cost. Um, and schedule of construction. You know, Al, you, you mentioned a couple of the players there that when people talk about um, uh, starting earlier, bringing the contractors in earlier, a lot of times that was thought not just for speed, but for costing as well and budgeting purposes. But you right. also mentioned the end users. Yep. So that's a, to expand a little more on the end user and what is different than just the owner and who's on the contract. Right. And so, so go yeah. a little more in depth in that. Sure. So, so part of the processes that are, are taking place now, and we're actually um, about to get involved with a, a, a workshop called Kaizen, which is really so Six Sigma, um, Lean Design, uh, Kaizen workshops, all these things are now being introduced um, more regularly as far as, okay, we have a plan, we understand what the uh, particular medical practice is, we sort of have a program that outlines what the spaces are, 
but you know, how do you now look at that in a deeper dive to really refine all the operations and processes and plan to make the space more efficient? One for patient engagement, how do you get a patient in, checked in, in an exam room and, and complete from a doctor visit standpoint and checked out? You know, brand engagement, patient engagement is extremely important today. Everybody's talking about it regarding a retail setting or a hospitality setting. You know, how do you make your practice more appealing? So bringing in the end users and speaking about how, you know, what is your brand engagement? How do you greet patients when you come in? What are the processes for checking in? Is it a fully digitally based system? How does electronic medical records help support that endeavor and streamline that process? You know, people really want to go to a doctor's office and only want to spend time with the doctor and leave. You know, if two thirds of your time is waiting for the doctor or filling out paperwork or trying to check out and pay an invoice, it's time wasted and people are no longer putting up with that. Um, so having the end users on board and talk to them to say, you know, the, the lean process is how do you get a patient through the medical practice, get them to have a good result and get them out quickly to get back to their normally daily lives is important. So those workshops um, and having the end users on board and even talking with the contractors, you know, we select materials all the time. And sometimes we look at it and the end users are like, well, I don't like that because of 14 different reasons, whether it's a transparency issue, a, a vision issue with, with you know, keeping eye on waiting areas and patient care. Contractors could also help with material selections as we go through the process, because quite honestly, they're almost as knowledgeable, if, no, if not more knowledgeable than us, especially when you get involved with having a GC on board and then you start bringing in specific subcontractors uh, on board to really refine some of the product that you're looking at even from a storefront perspective. You know, if you're looking at a retail location for medical practice, what does that storefront have to look like? How transparent is the glass? What is the energy coefficients? Is there branding and graphics on it? How do you get that branding and graphics on um, a piece of storefront? All those things a GC helps us with and helps selection, even mock-ups and sample materials that we can present to the corporations, to the leadership, and to the end users to say, you know, these are the products we have, these are the pros and cons of the products, what do you think? And you also lay on top of that, you're telling us the lead times for those products, and you're telling us the cost and installation process and schedule. That builds a really credible model on, this is what we can deliver, this is how we make your space better than next door, and this is how we can deliver it in a timely fashion. You know, it, it, when, you, when you talk about that, and as a contractor, I do, I, I'll reflect on a couple of comments that you made. Um, I smile in the fact that bring the contractor on a lot earlier. Um, you know, we, we all want to satisfy the client. We want to delight yeah. the client. Sure. The old days of the contractor just saying, hey, I don't design them. I just build them. Look at the piece of paper. I did it. And the client's not happy, but the contractor still gets their check is not the end goal. So I do smile when I see the organization getting pulled in earlier because we start to understand real intent. And I do believe we have a lot to offer. Absolutely. Uh, uh, in, the, in the models of, uh, of uh, CM at risk, GNP yep. as well, where you can bring the pre-construction in earlier. 
Um, yep. uh, so when you talk, some people don't distinguish. Well, IPD, it just means get everyone in the beginning. Well, I think it's even no. not just that. They also talk contractually. There's a protocol. Yes. Um, to drive in even a merit-based system. Yes. Exactly. For everyone to work together. And, and yeah. you know, I guess the question then becomes, wow, not only everyone wants to start in the beginning, the old way is everyone has their piece and then they'll put their hands under their legs when it's outside yep. of their area. Right. To, no, no, it, yep. We're all together. And there's a yeah, contract that drives it. Yep. And I think from the design professional side, the client tenant side, and the contractor side, if all three of us have equal ownership and investment in that contract, and that contract has to be stipulated that, you know, mutually beneficially, the best product that we put out there benefits all three together, um, that's helpful. When, when the contract is written in a way where it only um, benefits a client or only benefits a design uh, team, yeah. you know, or the contractor, it'll, it'll yeah. fail. Or the contract, then I think it'll fail because I think all three parties have to have an equally invested response to producing the best product possible. And I think if that, and some of it is philosophical, um, I think more clients today, and certainly healthcare systems, because healthcare is, an, is a very complex, very expensive product to design and build. Right. And I think the benefit to, um, IPD is really that they understand those metrics, they understand the dollars, and they understand the sensitivity to, to deliver a product that's better than the rest and on budget. There's there's more at risk for them. And then, you know, if you share that risk with the contractor and with the design team, you know, mutually, the, the benefits far outweigh any risk that's involved. Um, and I think that's what's important for everybody to understand. No, I agree. And especially when you mentioned, you mentioned a term that takes me a little back in the day of Motorola's in the manufacturing industry that I once was a part of, Six Sigma. Yep. You know, six decimal points on the ratios of errors, meaning yep. no errors. So right. if you're not getting the owner, the end user, the engineer, the architect, the contractor, all in the beginning, driving towards what the goal is, in process review yep. all the way through, feedback when it's closed, let's start the next, so we can start yep. getting into a point where there's no mistake. 